Hello, everyone, and welcome to Seaview Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareca. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A single moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time that we receive one of those moments. We are honored, overjoyed, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment, to participate on one of our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco, cview1111 at gmail.com, or visit our website, cview1111.net. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome, everybody, to Seaview. We are so excited for today's show. Today we are having Seeking Divinity, a global initiation with Sati Chappelle. Global initiation is an important aspect of spiritual evolution. Each initiation marks, marks a moment of triumph a kind of rite of passage to the next level of evolution. Today, Sati is going to explain us what is it that is coming for our next initiation. It's almost here and everybody is invited. Sati is a professional psychic reader. She's a clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. She's a spiritual teacher, full trans channel, past life expert, lecturer, counselor, manifester, and writer. Sati's spiritual guidance provides a pathway for listeners and callers to progress on all levels by adopting friendliness toward change, an optimistic vision of self, faith in the perfection of the universe plan, trust in source benevolence, commitment to justice, and beauty. To contact Sati directly outside of her show, go to www.beasinbrianandasinmarysprogression.com or www.seekingdivinity.com. And now, please, let's welcome Sati to the show. Hey, good morning. How are you? Hey, we're doing fantastic. Yay. 
I am recovering from bronchitis, which I have not had since I was in middle school, which let me tell you was a long time ago. So I may every so often, I may so every so often say, excuse me a second and put on the mute button so I can hack a little bit and not make everybody crazy having to listen to that, if that's okay. That is perfect. And as we were preparing to the show, we're going to talk about the topic, and then we're going to get callers and continue with the topic and callers. But you want to listen to the whole episode because it's going to be packed with information. If you are a human and you're looking forward to your next evolution, this is a show you want to listen. Well, thank you. It's definitely packed with information. I'm actually a little nervous that I won't have enough time to get everything out, but you know what? There's always other times. So that's the beauty of these shows. Exactly, because you come so, every month. <laughs> I do. Yay, I love that too. Thank you so much. So You're hello, welcome. everybody. Hello, dear listener. Um, I hope that you guys are having a beautiful Monday. It's lovely out here in Colorado. Uh, we had some rain, which is amazing this time of year. So I hope you're having an amazing time of year as well. Speaking about an amazing time of year, um, this is a, an amazing time for centuries um, upon centuries. Individuals oftentimes go through initiation over the course of many lifetimes, or sometimes if we're really diligent, we can achieve several initiations, spiritual initiations, within a single lifetime. To have the entire race of humanity, and yes, I mean that literally, the race that is human is just one race, one, that's it. So to have humanity globally be able to take initiation, an astounding event that does not happen very often. When I was speaking with the guides about this, because they were the ones that asked me, the master teachers um, for the race of humans, when they knew that the radio show was coming up, they asked me if I would discuss this topic. So it was not anything I asked them about. They came to me. I knew nothing about, um, I know a lot about initiation, but I knew nothing about this time. I knew nothing that, that we were heading into initiation. I didn't know that it was on a global level, and I didn't really understand what a big deal that was. In preparation for that, when speaking with them, um, I learned that the last initiation that humanity took together was in 1861, and I'll give a little uh, brief talk about that in, uh, later in the show. Prior to that, it was, you know, around 1000 AD. So, you know, and prior to that, it was like 1000 or 2000 before, years before Christ. So we're talking this stuff doesn't happen very often. And the farther back in time you go, uh, the longer span of time that exists be from initiation to initiation. It is only because we are so rapidly 
moving forward on an evolutionary level as a collective being that of humanity, that we are actually able to take this a little over 100 years, 150 years from the last one, which is just astounding um, and unheard of and wonderful. So let's talk a little bit about initiation. Our lovely Claudia was correct in saying that it is a rite of passage. And as I have mentioned, it can, it can be taken individually and usually is. Um, but in this case, we get to take it globally as a race, as the race of humanity, which I love that. And it is, in essence, a series of progressive recognitions of self or progressive recognitions of spiritual reality. Um, but it's, it's this, this series of, of recognizing, a series of recognizing certain truths. And from that place, we are able to grow and change. And traditionally, there's something called a probationary path. The probationary path comes right before an initiation. And for an individual that can last many years, for humanity that can last many decades, sometimes a century or two. And the probationary path is a preparation for initiation itself. And on a global sense, here humanity sets its feet to the path of active evolution and works upon building character, bringing the personality under control, building the causal body intentionally. And whether that's consciously or unconscious doesn't necessarily matter. It's, it's an, an intention that is either driven by the spirit, the soul of the individual, or by that individual's active conscious mind. And this leads to greater integration of the soul and the spirit individually and greater into the integration as a collective, greater integration as the race of humanity. So globally, we become, let's say, more connected, more entwined. And I want to speak to that for just a moment because in actuality, we are so much more connected than we realize. We're actually a very energetic, very psychic race. We don't know that yet because sometimes things take time to kind of show themselves. When you look at a little child, you don't always see that ability within the little child. Yet my oldest daughter, when she was three and a half years of age, came to me and started to describe being in a past life. And that past life, she was in a war, and she was having, unfortunately, her legs blown off. I know this sounds terrible, but here's the thing. She described to me at three and a half years of age what it looked like on the inside of her skin, where the bones were, the, the muscle tissue, the blood coming out. Um, you know, that doesn't happen every day. And back at, in the day, this was back in the... Uh, early to mid 80s, you know, I, I wouldn't allow her to watch anything on television or see any kind of movie in which that was happening. This would be Disney era, you know, if that Sesame Street type of stuff, right? So that lends a little bit of proof to the psychicness of her, of the individual. But 
as a group, we also, as a race, as humanity, we are very psychically interacted and interconnected. And maybe we don't see that, just like I didn't see prior to that revelation from my three-and-a-half-year-old daughter that she had psychic ability. Maybe we have to grow into the ability to see our psychic connection. But let me give you just a little hint of this. How often are you standing in line at a grocery store or you're in the traffic and you're sitting at a light or you're stuck on a highway somewhere or you're in a movie theater and you're getting popcorn and you're totally thinking of other things, but you have that feeling, that sense, and somebody's looking at you and you turn directly to that individual and look them right in the eye. You don't turn left if they're on your right side. You, you know exactly where they are in space in relation to you. This is proof of our psychic connection, of our intuition that, that draws us all together into, let's call it a hive mind for just a moment. Maybe that hive mind and that collective consciousness is not fully awake within the human species. But with every initiation that we take, it becomes more pronounced. We become more connected. We see those connections more and more. And we realize that we're not just connected as humans, but we're also connected to animals and to vegetation here on the earth, the trees, the rocks, the air, the sunlight, everything. And we realize more and more our place in the universe. And that's really what's all about with this whole spiritual path that we're taking in the first place. The other thing that I would like to say really quick um, is that um, this stokes the fire. It brings greater comprehension of what it means to be alive. It stokes the fire of understanding and wisdom. It helps humanity to see its place in time, its place in evolution, its place within the cosmos, and not just our place with each other and our place on Earth. And this is just part of the description of, let's say, attainment of initiation or the expansion of consciousness, which in this case, is done collectively through such initiations. Because of this, humanity will learn to work together. And then we'll have to learn to practice that. We'll have to practice working together. And this has happened many, many times before at different levels in the past. This is a brand new level. That's what initiation is all about. And this doesn't mean that we're going to be instantly good at working together. It means that we're going to uh, have that be one of our main focuses and main tasks and main lessons. And, you know, the interesting thing is that that is specific to this particular in, in initiation that we're going to talk about in just a moment. But it's also very specific to any and every initiation that anybody ever takes. So what I'd like to do now is take some take a caller for sure and uh, just, you know, do a little reading, a little work on the individual, and then we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk more about this global initiation that we're all getting ready to go through. Thank you, Sati. So let's go to California. 
and let's bring Anne to the show. Hello. Hello, Miss Anne. Hey, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Glad to hear it. What can I do for you today? Um, anything with um, I don't have work now for all my work's been canceled for at least for two weeks, and so best things to do during this time or new opportunities I can create for you know different source of income. Okay, so and um while you are asking me the question I'm I'm asking your guides and looking at things and I want to kind of mention really quick that this is an important time. It feels like oh it's kind of nerve wracking to not have work at this point. But it's also freeing, um, and mm-hmm. it's freeing for you in particular. You have two tasks that they're saying is laid before you with regards to this. The one is that you have the tendency to like to juggle way too much, and they want you to really kind of prioritize all of these things that you have been juggling and start to um, get rid of those things that you really don't have to do anymore um, or to let go of some things that you think you still have to handle, um, delegate, or, you know, just simply prioritize and work with the top five things that you tend to juggle. I know you juggle much more than that, but go for the first top five just for now. And take a little time during this period to really look at your self-expression not just Mm -hmm. how you communicate to other people on a vocal level, but how you communicate to them with regards to body language, reception of individuals in your life, meaning accepting them or not accepting them, and then how you also communicate through art or writing or any other kind of communication that you do. This is really a great period for you for refinement. Do you have a place Um, or a type of job that you would really like to um, do so that I can look at that specifically before we go on? Um, Well, I do want to use creativity, so you hit it on that. I I have worked – now I work in events, you know, so all the events have been canceled, and I've worked a lot in social services and nonprofits, so – I do want to work with helping people, and but not the way I, I in the past using more artistic means or you know. So it, right now I don't have a, I don't have a job I don't have an exact job title but yeah that's the area I want to go into. Well, one of the things they're saying would be very helpful um, both for you and for your community at this time and humanity in general is to kind of combine your efforts of event planning as well as working with, um, oh, God, my mind just went blank. What's the what's the word you used? Um, you said you did two jobs. I apologize. Yeah, social services. An I, or... Not that one, the other one. Oh, Oh, God. It begins with an I. Ah! It's so fun. It messes with the brain. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Can't think of what I don't know what I said. I said, I, I can't say either. Yeah. Darn it. My mind went blank. You listen back to the show. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, it's it's putting those two together so that you're integrating them. Um, and nonprofit, it was around nonprofit. They're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. So put that together with your thank you guys. Put that together with your creative expression and the newness of the creative expression that's going to come out of this period of rest, this couple of weeks of rest. Um, and start doing event planning for some of these special interest groups, and you're going to find that it's going to be so rewarding, not just on, you know, yay, I can smile and be happy that I did a good deed, but also on a financial level. Um, so right. that's one of the areas they really would like to see you expand into. And I'm so sorry I got tongue-tied. I apologize. Oh, no, I understand. And do you see my... <laughs> an activity I can do to open more of my creative expression because <clears throat> I don't think I can draw well or, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Is there, are they leading me towards a, a way to release that more or to find out what is more, more of my skills or gifts in that area? Well, paint can be very fun um, as an alternative to drawing. If you feel that drawing is not your best skill, although there are a lot of painters out there that will say you need good drawing skills in order to paint, but that depends on what you're painting. Um, if you're doing something that is abstract, then no, you don't really need that. What they want is more things that are eye-catching, colorful, um, expressive yeah. in that regard, and really more create, creativity in how things look when you bring everything together for this, this specialized event. Um, and being able to put the marketing tools together with that in a creative way. They say that's where your true skill lies. Interesting. Okie doke. Okay. So I would say, you know, maybe looking into that a little bit more. Um, you could also look at different things online with um, creating um, through computers. Uh, but, you know, play with that idea, kind of see what really comes more naturally because that's really where everything is going to fall into place for you. You have great natural mm -hmm. abilities. You're just awakening to some of them. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay, great. Thanks so much. I'll keep listening. Thank you, Miss Anne. Oh, and by the way, you won't be out of work for very long, so enjoy the rest of it, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <clears throat> Okay, so you want another caller or do you want to continue with the topic? Let's continue with the topic because I have quite a few points today and let's make a little movement there and then we'll take a couple of callers. How does that sound? Perfect. Great. So what is this global initiation all about? Oh, three words, stabilizing the mind. This enables things to really shift upon the earth and to shift within the human culture as a global culture. And that's, of course, provided that we pass initiation, which is not necessarily guaranteed just simply because we are up for initiation. And I really want to make that point clear. Um, but what is stabilizing the mind? Let's look at that for a moment. It's not really about IQ level, although that does play a very small part. Let's say a certain amount of humanity can function within a certain range of intelligence or what we call IQ. 
But really, let's expand that beyond that and say it's also spiritual IQ and it's common sense and it's the ability to have critical thinking, um, especially because this is all about stabilizing the mind. Um, these basic elements must be met in order for initiation to even be considered. So the fact that we're up for initiation <clears throat> at this point in time in this way means that we have the ability, we have the skills, we can pass. It's a case of whether we put everything to the test and actually rise up to do that. Because we've attained the right to take this initiation. We already have everything that we need, but it must be done together. So stabilizing the mind, literally being able to maintain a sense of balance in mind, an openness to see what actually is, to sustain whatever balance we've gained, to advance ourselves mentally, not just individually but on a global level, of course, and then to deal with the greater responsibility that comes as a hive of humans. And I want to kind of speak about that for a moment. Anytime you, have, you take an initiation, there's a huge amount of responsibility that comes from that. It's like getting a promotion at work. Once you get the promotion, the work actually really begins. Um, everything up until that point in time is kind of preparatory. And the responsibility increases per that uh, promotion that you got. As a hive of humans, and I use this word hive so that I can indicate that energetic connection, the working together, and the psychic connection I spoke of earlier, we will need to then really work at creating a clear and steady, balanced, even-keeled mind. The result of which means that we're less scattered and more focused, less in fluctuation or less in the extremes of the mind states, less ups and downs, in other words, and more mindful, more precision-based. It brings people into greater power, not just individually, but also as a collection, and greater power within self, greater power nationally, and greater power globally. It helps us to access greater states of being, higher aspects of being. It helps us to understand our motives. It gives human improvements a whole new concept. I mean, it really takes that concept of human improvements to its ultimate. It provides greater psychic attunement, as I said before, and also access to higher spiritual energy, access to greater humaneness and clarity of perception. Part of all of this then brings us to access as a collective to the eighth chakra. And I want to speak about that for just a moment because all of the ancient yogic texts, tantras and Ayurveda and all of these ancient Eastern concepts that are 6,000 plus years of age have taught us that initially when we really started to foray into the realm of, of spiritual understanding, we really only had four or five chakras that we worked with. Now, those are the ones that were online, and those were the main ones 
that arise along the spine. They weren't necessarily one, two, three, four, five in order. Um, in actuality, it was more one, two, three, <clears throat> and then it jumped a couple. Um, and three was questionable. Sometimes it was there, sometimes not, that depended on the individual. And I'm trying to keep this as a collective, right? As we gained greater intelligence, <clears throat> greater insight, greater spiritual accessibility to higher realms of thought, more or higher chakras came online. <clears throat> As this happened, we ended up with the model that we have today, which is the seven main chakras that run from the groin to the top of the head along the spine. <clears throat> Obviously, we have smaller chakras, but these are the big guys, the ones that do the majority of work and the ones that we need to really work to, work to clear and to move through. As the eighth chakra comes online, which actually is positioned above the head, it helps to bring in the higher self. And I'd like to make two notes here. When you think of the first chakra, the muladhara, that is the root chakra down at the groin at the base of the spine. And it is the one that we consider the chakra, the main chakra that as a soul we have to ground down into on an earthly level in order to be a physical being. We look at the seventh chakra, the crown chakra, the sahasrara, which is so much fun to say. I totally ask you guys to give that one a shot because it will be fun for the tongue. Sahasrara. Um, anyway, that chakra is the main chakra that all of the highest spiritual energies come through to our mind, our emotions, and our physical body, our astral bodies, all of these lower levels of being. That's the chakra all of those energies enter into in order to be part of our physical reality here. The other aspect about this is that as the eighth chakra comes online, that seventh chakra becomes the root chakra for the higher self. Now, that's something to think about. That's a big deal. It changes our structure in that way. So it's really important that we have this opportunity to not just go through this initiation, but to go through it, pass it, and to be able to begin to access on a collective level the higher self of the individual, but also the higher self of the species, which most people don't ever really talk about. Fascinating concepts. Let's pause here and take another caller. Thank you, Sati. So now let's go to New York and let's bring Catherine to the show. Hello. Hey, Miss Catherine, how are you in New York? Are you cold? Oh, no, it's fabulously warm out here. It's 70. Oh, my God, you guys yeah. are lucky. Nice job. Yes. What can I do for you? Wondering, please, if you could tell me if I should do, um, I have a little project, and I'm wondering if I should ask Jeff or Stanley to collaborate on it with me. Fabulous. Give me one second, honey. Thank you. 
Nope, Stanley is the better choice, and you might not think so initially. You might be leaning more towards Jeff, but let me tell you, Jeff is going to be a little bit more combative, a little bit less cooperative. How he is in a personal space and how he is in a business space can vastly differ. And I feel like sometimes he tends to come from a little bit of a place of inferiority complex. And so he doesn't necessarily always play nicely on the business sense. He sometimes wants to take over, whereas Stanley, on the other hand, is going to be more open to uh, cooperative efforts, working together. He also has some pretty interesting ideas. And he's one of those people, I want to say, the still well runs deep. He doesn't always share his concepts and ideas with others so that when he really does, when you sit down and work with him in a business sense and he starts kind of giving you some of these glimpses into the depths of his being, you'll be like, wow, that's really cool. I love that idea. That's fantastic. And he'll be able to work with the ideas you already have instead of opposing them in favor of his own. I like Stanley better. Uh Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. And because, like, what I'm ultimately looking for is that partner, you know, so, like, because this one's short, but then I want to do, you know, bigger projects. So maybe that's something, you know, I could grow with him as well. Um, Definitely. I see that ability of growth with him definitely far more than the other option. And this is a great precursor. It's going to show you, um, you know, how how you two work together. So what a great idea. I'm happy for you. It's exciting. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Thank you. And beautiful show. I've been really enjoying your talk about the initiative. It's super interesting. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Catherine. Have a lovely day, honey. Thank you. You also. God bless you. Same to you. And we are continuing with the A chakra, right? You're going to explain us a little bit more about the initiation and opening of the A chakra. Well, actually, I thought we were going to go to one more caller, if that's okay. Perfect. So let's bring Justin from North Carolina. Good afternoon or good morning. Yeah, it's kind of both for both of us, right? How are you, Justin? I'm very good. With the World Wide Web and everything, sometimes it's hard to know where one is calling to or not. Again, it was one of those bit of serendipities to uh, see this chat coming up and, and your talk today, Sadi, um, here on Facebook. So I thought I'd, I'd chime in. Yay. Chime. <laughs> okay. Um, going through my own... Uh, hills and valleys and journey in this lifetime. Um, I'm looking for any insights, thoughts, considerations, or anything for me over the next few months. Anything that comes up for you, whatever it may be, I'm fully open. I love that. Openness is the mark of intelligence. All right. Well, (laughs) there's a couple of things going on here. Um, I think that you've been trying to figure out where you need to put your energies with regards to um, the changes that are happening across this planet and really working with water 
is something that I think that you would find a lot of enjoyment doing. Now, this can be done in a multitude of ways. It can be done via activism. It can be done via um, working on a donation basis to like clean up water. It can be done as in you show up to help clean up the beaches, that kind of thing. Um, there's something here with regards to marine biology or being able to work with dolphins and whales and um, all of the, the beauty that those creatures bring. It's interesting because as a species, we currently work with 10% of our brain and I am hoping or less with some cases, right? Um, I'm hoping that with this initiation, we'll actually be able to access greater percentages of brain. Now, with regards to that, dolphins, on the other hand, work with closer to 20% of their brain. So from that standpoint, they are really far superior, if you want to think of it that way, um, a species, but they, they also already have this psychic nature within them. They can commune very easily with each other. They can commune with their surroundings. They can commune with humans very easily. Um, so it's really interesting. I am not sure, my friend, why the universe and your guides would like you to move in this direction, but they're saying it's part of healing planet it's part of bringing your personal healing ability forward, and it's timely. You're at a crossroads, a junction, and you have been for a while where you are making a lot of serious changes in your life, um, a lot of big changes. And it's very timely for you to start looking at your own healing capacity because you know, like a couple years ago, I picked up a paintbrush for the first time and I had never done that before. And uh, somebody was like, wow, you can paint. And I had no idea. Right. So sometimes <laughs> we don't sometimes we don't know that we have an ability until it's brought to our attention and we look at it and we go, oh, maybe I do have this. Maybe I just didn't know it. Maybe I passed it off as such and such or whatever. So. You said you were wide open. Your guides are taking this opportunity to say, hey, you can really help. You can help with how money is spent. I don't know how this is going to happen. And I think this feels like 10 years down the road to me, like how money is spent with regards to donations brought in for some of these organizations, dealing with water, dealing with some of these aquatic creatures that are so advanced and so beautiful. Um, and I really believe that it's not just the healing quality that you can bring to the earth, but also what you can bring to yourself and to humans and other animal species around you. I think you have some gift there that you don't know you have. Well, I find that really interesting. My interest of late has been looking at all the water going through North Carolina here that just ends up in the river downstream. And I've actually been trying to raise consciousness that with local dams and estuaries that the potential for using these as hydroelectric energy for uh, generating electricity by eliminating coal-fired power plants, even on a micro scale, you know, a ton of coal not burned is still a ton of uh, CO2 that's not released. So that's been a definite interest of mine for the last couple of years. Just it's been daunting trying to find the right person to talk to to really understand why or why not it can't be done. Um, local politics aside. 
Well, you know what? I love that. And, you know, especially since you guys over there in North Carolina have such a coal ash issue being dumped in the rivers to begin with. Oh, my God, what a massive cleanup effort that's going to be. So here's what I would have to say to you, my friend, Justin, please uh, contact me. Let's look at some sources and see if the guides will give you, they will, I'm sure, give you some insight into who you can speak with. And let's get that ball rolling. Okay. I will. I'm uh, clicking on Facebook right now. Excellent. Thank you so much, Justin. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, to, 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 to contact Sati, go to Sati uh, Chappelle, and you can private message her there. And thank you for calling. All right. So thank you, Ms. Claudia. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about this. Um, I hadn't necessarily intended on going into more of the eighth chakra. I'm kind of just putting that out there as a tantalizing tease for a future radio show. But um, okay. let's, <laughs> let's look at a little bit more of the stable mind. When we go, when we look at um, the yoga texts, and so many people are into yoga now, uh, one of the things that we learn about is Patanjali and all of his discourses on mind that were brought about through the Yoga Sutras. And if you have not yet encountered the Yoga Sutras, oh my God, what an amazing practice just that first part of that first chapter is. If you were to do that, you would change your world. Literally, I have done that. Um, anyhow, so, you know, he talks about chitta He talks about this whirling of the mind, how the mind can fluctuate so wildly from I have to focus on being able to feed the child to I need to get on Facebook to I need to solve the world problems to I need to, you know, give some love and attention to my spouse to, I mean, insert whatever you want there. And all of that takes place within like a couple of seconds. So one of the things Patanjali talks about is learning how to practice Naroda, which is quieting the mind, stilling the being, stilling the body, stilling the mind, taking time every day to practice meditation or to practice prayer in which we are practicing focus, um, to practice just sitting and being with whatever is in that moment. And the benefits of mind that come from that are endless. And I could spend an entire radio show talking about that itself, which I'm not going to do. So <laughs> what I am going to say, though, that it helps us to become more focused by drawing all of our mental folk, or forces and faculties into one point so that we can think clearly so that we can learn critical thinking, which I have to tell you, critical thinking is a skill that seemingly is passing out of culture and passing out of popularity at this point in time. And this is the wrong time for that to happen. So we need to bring back critical thinking skills. It provides less dilution of the power of mind. So for some of our friends that have called today and have said, I'm needing to find a job or I'm needing to create this or I need to create that in my life, you know, all of this greater ability to focus means that you can manifest what you need and what you want in your reality far more quickly 
because all of your energies are going into one thing. They're not being scattered into 20 different things. So you can not only manifest far more quickly, but you can manifest far more powerfully and far more precisely exactly what it is that you really want or need and less wasted energy less discord. Now, granted, all of this takes time. We have to learn it. We have to practice it, that kind of thing, and not just on an individual level. We have to do this on a global level as well. But it's all part of what we gain out of this initiation. Um, it's understanding what is being perceived and and what is being set in front of us and what we're seeing, not just running with the same old program, the same old rhetoric, the same old ideas, you know, so we can think beyond all of those. And we learn in the process that it's really about how you think, as my husband pointed out, versus what you think. And let me tell you, my friends, that makes all of the difference in the world. If you are the type of person that has an open mind, like our last caller, you can find yourself being offered something that you hadn't anticipated. If, on the other hand, you have to have things in a certain way, sometimes that's, well, exactly what you get. And so you don't have that opportunity to grow and change and maybe be exposed to something that is so amazing and wonderful that it changes your life for the better forever. So these are all of the things that I'd like you to keep in mind. One of the other things I'd really like to bring up really quick is something that I had tantalizingly dangled as a carrot earlier in this show about our last initiation that took place in 1861. Well, actually, it was 18. It ran 18, November of 1851 to July of 1852, which is when it culminated. Of course, the result of that was the Civil War in 1861 that ran to 1865. So let's talk about that because that was the last time the global populace went through an initiation. And I know that I'm speaking to us here in the United States, but it's something that we're going to be able to really understand and be able to work with immediately here in the United States, and everybody else can see the illustration. So that initiation was had a title. All of them have a title according to the guides. This one that we're going through now is, of course, what I had said earlier. Um, oh, boy, where'd that go? Stabilizing the Mind. That was the title. This one from the 1850s was entitled Accepting the Mantle of Greater Humanity. It was the first time humanity all across the globe began to really understand the plight of other humans. It, be, it was the thing that was the major turning point for slavery. Because nine years later, we entered into the greatest fight of our nation outside of the Revolutionary War in which we sought independence. So in that one, freedom, which is the hallmark of America, sought its independence from British rule. The very next major war that we got into that defined us as a nation was the Civil War, and that created independence for all of the people that existed 
in the United States. And that's something to think about. That's two for two. That goes along the same energetic lines. And all across the globe at that period of time, the guides tell me, and we can look this up, right? That's the beauty of the internet, right? We can look it up and we can see that humans began to think more humanely towards their fellow humans. Funny enough, we got tested on that again in World War II. I find that fascinating. So here we had a situation where there were a lot of people that died in the Civil War, a lot of people that were willing to stand up for the downtrodden and to say, hey, you know what? Enough is enough. Let's change this. Let's expand our compassion and let's provide freedom for all. If we as a country really are about freedom, then it should be freedom for all and not just freedom for a few. That was a major turning point and it set our feet on the path of greater independence. It set our feet on the path of understanding not just how to treat ourselves and each other, but also the world that we existed in. And a lot of wonderful things came out of that. But in the process, sometimes, you know, as we go through all of these growing pains, we revert a little bit. That is the nature also of humanity. We take a step forward, we take two back. Or sometimes we take two steps forward and we take one back. That's the nature. It's like we decided on this collectively. Is this what we really want? Let's revisit it again and again and again. So here we are. With stabilization of mind, we're coming from, we're stepping outside that realm of action only, which has been the hallmark of humanity for such a long period of time. We've been a very action-based race, and we're moving more towards a thought-based race, more towards an intelligence-based race. And I know it may not seem like that at the moment. I know that it may seem like with all of these questions about is science valid, are facts valid, you know, should we really rely on facts and science and, and truth and the reality as we see it, or should we go with our opinion and what we want and calling a potato a leaf, you know, just because that's what we want. Um, I know it seems like we're stepping back from critical thinking and being able to really say this is this and that's the truth and that's it and moving forward from that place intelligently. But I invite you to consider this time frame that we're in where all of this is bubbling up as a reminder, as a revisitation to coming back to that place of going, yeah, we really need science. And if we don't embrace science, we're going to really screw ourselves over. So I really wanted to make sure I got that in there. I'm sorry, I think I just said really about 200 times in that small few minutes that I talked, but I hope that all of that came through clearly. And I would love to take another caller if we still have some. And no, we don't at the moment, but um, you were saying that um, 
This initiation that is a global initiation, it's something that is coming up, but you never gave us a time. Do you have a time? So um, I'm not sure I understand the end of the question. Yeah, do you have to, when is it, is it a global initiation in a set period of time? Is it something that will just happen? We will know it happened or not. I see. What a wonderful question. So according to the guides, we're entering into this global initiation somewhere around the end of March. So we're like weeks away from it. And then it's going to carry us through to June and culminate in June. When I spoke about the um, initiation that took place in the 1850s, it started in November of 1851 and ran through July of 1852. And I have not yet been able to look up what was happening in America at that time. That would be a fascinating thing to do. Um, But for us at this time, it starts in a couple of weeks. It will culminate in the end of June. And that's when the, the guides in the universe tend to gauge things by. So they say, oh, well, this is when the initiation was actualized. This was when it was finalized or when it was fully taken. And then from what they say, somewhere around September, we'll know whether we passed or not. Um, They said it may not come exactly in September. It depends on on what comes as a result energetically from this initiation, but that it will definitely be known by the fall and in the fall. So it should be a very curious time all the way around. I mean, especially since we have the next presidential election in the fall, we have the Brexit culmination in the fall. We have so many things happening um, here and in our sister country of of Britain, which, you know, energetically is very much aligned to America. Um, And then there are other things that are happening all across the globe. I'm not going to spend time talking about that, but there seems to be a lot culminating in the fall. From that standpoint, then, you know, we'll actually really start feeling the effects of all of that over the next 10 months. So from the time that the initiation has been culminated, 10 months after. So I guess that would put us somewhere around the April timeframe of next year. Um, And then for that next 10 year period, all of the uh, plans will be made of how that sets our path in motion and what specifically we will be encountering over the next 100 years. So wow. it's a big deal, folks. And we're going to continue talking about them in your following episodes. And we do have a caller now. Can we bring that person in? Yes, please. Okay, caller 845920. Welcome to see you. Can I have your first name? Hi, my name is Maria. I call it from New York. uh, How are you? Very well, I love phone delays. They're so much fun. Hello, Miss Maria. Yes. Uh, as you do the reading for me, what is your main channel? You can do that, please. Can you um, repeat the question, Maria, please? 
Jane Jenner. Um, Miss Claudia, perhaps she speaks Spanish or something, uh, some derivative of. Do you mind maybe asking her? Did you, I'm what, Italian. What, Italian. Can you say oh, it in Italian, Italian and see if I can get it? I, I speak Spanish, but I might be able to get a little bit. So what, what would be the question in Italian, Maria? Okay. Se lo leggere everything, tutto quello che vede a me. So you want to know... Generally, you know. A general um, reading? Right, Is that right. what you were Okay. So okay, yes, she that's... wants to know a general reading right. of whatever you get. Right. right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you to you guys. You're welcome. You are welcome. So one of the things that your guides really want you to understand is that there is far more love around you than you realize. You have been asking for more love. You have been praying for more love. You have been feeling very emotional, um, maybe more on the depressive side. Um, there's been heartache and upset, and so you've been calling out for more love, greater expression of love in your life, um, greater, you know, people showing you more love. And this is something that they want you to understand. You have more love around you than you realize. Sometimes it's very hard to see what is there through challenging times, but it doesn't mean it is not there. If nothing else, they want you to know they have heard your prayers and they are happy to help you. So I just want to pass that along to you one way or the other. I hope that makes sense to you. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. I bless you. God bless you, my love. Thank you. Thank so you Claudia, for coming. Since, since we only have a few minutes remaining, um, mm -hmm. can I just kind of pull all of this together and close it up? Sure. Please. Thank you, darling. One of the things that my husband asked with regards to all of this was, how can we help? And it's really important to look at that part of this equation. Um, the guides would not have come forward and said, hey, you have this initiation coming up, if there wasn't some way that we could help. So one of the things that I'd like to offer to folks is to hold the space for this initiation to happen and be achieved easily. That humanity find the capacity to truly stabilize the collective mind. And obviously that needs to be done on an individual level as well as on a collective level, but to really come to realization that yeah, we have this capacity. We can be clear thinking. We don't have to succumb to, pardon my expression, the bullshit. We don't have to be brainwashed anymore. We don't have to fall blindly into the abyss. They want us to provide ourselves with the best opportunity. So there's going to be many, many channels like myself across 
the globe that's going to get this information out and have probably already been getting the information out. I may be late to the party. Who knows? <laughs> um, but this means you can send out not just hold the space, but you can send out your energy for this blessing that humanity find the capacity to truly stabilize and open the mind. You can send out this energy in meditation, send out this energy in prayers, in affirmations, in intention works. I ask all of the light workers of this earth to really send out the intention that we have the ability to move through this gracefully and easily. Because if we didn't have the ability to pass this, we wouldn't be up for it. So I think it's time. Thank you. So just set that intention in your mind and let's share this episode in every way possible. So everyone that gets this, you know you're ready and you're able. And thank you, Sadie, for bringing that, this information to CBU. And looking forward to our next show next month. And if nothing more, have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you, Ms. Claudia, for inviting me to do the show. I'm so grateful to the guides for having offered this opportunity and for telling the world something that we did not know. Blessings to everybody who listened today. May your life come to a place of great beauty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.